Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. morning I guess almost afternoon um great to get back out there on the field that's for sure um had a you know I thought a pretty crisp practice uh you know you can see where the the guys focuses are at uh you know the even from going from spring ball to to fall camp now um you know there's just another level of engagement uh mindset it's fun seeing the new guys that uh, we haven't had a chance to see yet that have joined the program especially those freshmen um you spend a lot of time thinking and wondering what they're gonna look exactly like and uh, I thought they did a nice job out there uh they're getting thrown a lot of stuff because uh, we're you know as a as a staff with the continuity and a lot of the upperclassmen returning um we're probably at a 200 or 300 level day one install uh you know around not just that 100 level that uh we probably had a year ago so a lot of stuff thrown out those young guys those new guys but uh you know love the team effort uh, I think you know there's definitely some intention of of uh, competing, but also looking out for each other at the same time, knowing we're all uh, we're all fighting the same battle and want the same thing. So it was good to be out there. Can't ask for a better day when it comes to the weather. That's for sure. Questions? Is this like the first day of school for you? I mean, you get excited too out there with these guys yourself, not only the players. Yeah. There, yesterday, there's just so many meetings and things you got to check off from from compliance meetings to making sure everyone understands the expectations from uh, equipment to training room and. And you, you knock out all those things, and the guys are just uh, chomping at the bit to get on the field, just, and the coaches are the same way, you know. So um, we love to do this, and, you know, uh, you know, I think those first days of fall camp uh, are much like the spring. You know, you just, uh, you've been doing a lot of prep work and come off uh, maybe a couple weeks or a few days of vacation too, and uh, it's exciting to be out there. Uh, William Haskell, what mm -hmm. was kind of the, the calculus on wanting another quarterback? Well, we just uh, we, we were aware of who he was and uh, his skill set, and I think it's just you know you think long term. Uh, I guess long term is relative, but beyond even this year, um, you know, uh, I think you know he's a guy that we see that can compete and brings uh, not just uh, the ability to throw the ball, but he's an athlete. Um, so uh, you know, I just thought it was a good addition to our program. Uh, we had a scholarship and left for a quarterback. Um, it, well, we had a scholarship left for uh, any, a lot of positions, but uh, certainly at quarterback and 
And uh, as the season or as the spring went along, um, you know, we built a relationship with him and, um, you know, asked him to do a few things when it came to just uh, kind of steps uh, before we'd have him here in the program. And uh, he's he's met all those steps. And, uh, you know, it was exciting to see him uh, step on the campus here, you know, just a day day ago and uh, join our team. Did you recruit him at Fresno? Uh, we were we were definitely aware of him. And um, I'm trying to remember your uh, the exact years and stuff and how that all went down. But uh, we certainly were aware um, of who he was. And I remember watching his film and and um, and so forth. So, yeah. Yep. Coach, you and Ryan know the offense, say, on a scale of 1 to 100. You guys know it, mm-hmm. not 100. Mm-hmm. Where would you put Michael and Demo on that? Yeah, I think they're... They're like coaches on the field. They really are, um, you know. And you just trust that, you know. You don't. You almost take it for. We, we do take it for granted that, uh, you know, everything you're thinking they are too. But you know, I think Grub does such a great job. Coach Grub does such a great job of just continuing to remind guys, you know, uh, in the film room and on the field, you know, why we're making this check, why, what this read progression is, um, just over and over and. You know, those reps, even if they're not in there, um, they're hearing it, they're seeing it. Um, you know, we trust them uh, just because they also not just don't just know the offense, but they have a great demeanor about themselves. And um, they're they're coaching up receivers, they're coaching up running backs. And um, I saw one play today, you know, Dylan Johnson's a new a new face in the offense. And uh, we, we ran a shift and um, Dylan was behind Mike and knew exactly where he was going to go. But I can I can see Mike even just knowing it's Dylan back there and that he might not be 100% confident, you know, just kind of pointing where he should go. And that verification uh, between the two, um, I think, just speeds up the process for guys learning and trusting each other and being on the same page. And so, yeah, we're certainly fortunate to have both Demo and uh, and uh, Michael, you know, leading the charge there at the quarterback spot with what their understanding of the offense is. They're just so smart, too, you know. Um, they're seeing things uh, beyond even just what the X's and O's. Um, they bring some personality to the offense because, you know, the plays are plays, and a lot of people run the same plays, but the players make the plays really go. you got a veteran crew, and, and kind of looked like you started up where you left off in the spring with guys coming in initially in the first rotations. Uh, how, how do guys have the opportunity to move up and contest for a position that, that say, aren't a, a, a starter yeah, I mean, taking advantage of their reps. And so, yeah, you're right. I think for the most part, a lot of the just kind of where we left mm-hmm. off is where we're starting here uh, from spring to fall. Uh, but but those reps are all graded still. I mean, every single rep in every single room um, is getting graded. The coaches are meeting here in a half hour to, you know, start watching all those plays. And um, um, when, when they meet uh, uh, this afternoon, uh, the offense will have a short meeting, the defense will have a short meeting, and, you know, every stat from what they were as a unit to every individual stat from, you know, um, missed assignments to, uh, you know, um, you know, missed opportunities, uh, you know, th- their drops, whatever it might be on, on their side of the ball, they're getting graded. So um, those add up. And, you know, I think every year there's always one or two guys that, uh, you know, make an impression, you know, came ready to go. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll certainly keep our eyes out. And we know some areas where we hope some guys do step up. Uh, we saw Voy at, mm-hmm. at Edge today. Is that the permanent move for him, and why does that make sense? Yeah, I think for right now, um, just moving him to edge, uh, 
you know, we're feeling better and better with our depth at D tackle. I think that's a part of it. Um, he has taken way more reps at the interior spots than he has on the edge. So getting those reps, uh, you know, in a normal down and distance, uh, I think is really good. Um, you know, we know we have Braylon and ZTF. And then after that, I think it's a matter of like, who are the next guys? And so, um, you know, we, we, we know he's a playmaker. Um, you know, he's a, he, he's a, He's kind of a tweener when you think about size and ability and strength and and uh, speed. And so, um, you know, we want to take advantage of that and uh, use him in multiple ways. So uh, we'll probably get him a lot more reps. And he has been in the edge room all summer, um, just learning the defense from that perspective. Um, so to answer your question, I would say he's an edge right now. And, uh, you know, but he's a flex guy. I think that can can be there for us throughout the year. Julie slimmed down a lot from the spring. Was that Julie that you look at? It looks like he slimmed down about 10 pounds in the spring. Is that intentional on your guys' part, his part, and how much do you think that's going to happen? Yeah, I think he's in a good spot right now physically. Um, you know, just I think the wear and tear for him um, after so many years. And, um, you know, he had limited reps uh, at times during spring ball. Um, just, uh, you know, that age is creeping up a little bit. So we're careful with the reps. He's also done a really good job of of uh, taking care of his body and, uh, you know, dropping a couple pounds and just leaning up a little bit. It's been something across the board with our whole team. I think that continues to happen. But for him, it's certainly an intentional thing, too. From a big picture perspective, you know, there's a lot that's happened in the Pac-12 in the last week or two with Colorado and all that and all the uncertainty. Just seeing all of that, what's your take when, when you look at all of that? How do you feel about where you guys are and what's happening in the conference and all mm -hmm. of that? Yeah, obviously it impacts, right? It impacts me. It impacts our program. Um, there's a part where there's, there's really nothing I can do at this point, so I stay in my lane um, when it comes to, you know, I mean, there's really not a lot of information that I'm even given uh, at, the coach, at the coach level, um, head coach level. So, you know, um, try to, you know, you know, you're curious, obviously, just like, all of you are. Um, so, you know, I'm asking here and there, but um, there's really not a lot of information um, other than just, you know, kind of um, kind of being being informed on what happens day to day, you know, and, uh, you know, I just always kind of rest assured that you dub and I don't want to take and you never take it for granted, but rest assured that we have a uh, a great place here at UW um, that uh, that people are going to want uh, if things would ever fall through with the Pac-12. Related to that, there's a lot of talk about the, the future of streaming versus linear television and with college football and where fans can find games to mm -hmm. watch them. And your guys game against Michigan State this year is mm -hmm. as part of the Big Ten's deal. One of the, the arguments, I guess, against streaming or people who would be hesitant about streaming is that it could impact recruiting negatively, mm -hmm. that it would, it would impact exposure and that maybe recruits wouldn't want to play for a school where the majority of their games are on a streaming platform. Just, I'm wondering if mm -hmm. that's something you've thought about, talked about, or if you have any opinion on that. Well, I think it is certainly um, going to be, you know, a way of the future uh, more and more as we kind of go through these years um, and, you know, getting used to that. I mean, we're not, <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm a little bit probably more old school too. I like to, to turn on the TV and know what station a game's going to be on, you know, uh, what channels the game's going to be on. But, I also um, see it even through my own kids, <laughs> you know, what they're watching and, um, you know, the apps and all that uh, that we're, we're watching 
different shows through and even now sports. And so um, I think we have to be open to that. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, being all in on that, you know, there's certainly a reason for concern uh, just because I don't think the entire country and, and those that watch uh, want to watch, you know, no matter what conference, no matter what sport, are probably ready to be all in on streaming, you know? So um, I certainly get the concern, but I also understand the direction a lot of this is going in. Like you said, our third game of the season against Michigan State, you know, um, is on is on Peacock, you know? So, um, you know, that's happening not just in the Pac-12 with our talks, but happening in other conferences as well. Can you talk a little bit about just the depth that you guys have developed a wide receiver and what, what it might look like, obviously, this year? Um, you're going to be a pretty different wide receiver, but then next year as well. Yeah, you bet. I know a lot's always made about uh, Rome and Jalen, um, you know. I think JP some a lot of time gets gets lost in the shuffle there. Um, I mean, he has as good of a summer as as anyone. Um, he's just running as well as I've ever seen, and uh, he's just so solid. At the end of the year last year, he came up with the big plays down the field, but he's also the guy moving the chains. Um, and then you know you like the guys you're talking about with uh, Jeremy and. Um, and and Denzel, um, just you know, year two in college football for them. Um, you know, both been through at least the spring, um, and Denzel's been through a whole year with our offense. And so, you know, you're seeing uh, the combination of knowledge and, and understanding of college football and our offense mixed in with just body types that uh, you know are pretty special and can do some some really big things. And so it was fun seeing those guys out there making those plays that, that you saw. Um, both down the field and um, just, uh, you know, consistent because uh, I trust those guys. I trust, you know, those receivers uh, uh, from top to bottom. Um, they're a group that has a lot of pride and uh, they hold each other accountable first themselves and then the rest of the rest of the unit. And uh, they got a lot of momentum, a lot of juice that uh, they bring to the team, not just the offense. So I'm excited about that room. I saw some freshmen out there taking some snaps and um, a little bit lost here and there. But, uh, you know, they, they, they're kind of that next that next wave too, you know, just a, a year younger than Denzel and, and uh, Jeremy. He can move. I don't know if he's the fastest, but he certainly uh, is, is uh, uh, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, got the ball in his hands uh, at a, in the high school days and, um, you know, can, can make some things happen uh, pretty electric. Who would be faster than him among your vets? On the team? On the, oh, in the receiving core? Yeah. Or, no, just on the team. Period. Oh, man, I don't know. Yeah, there's – I mean, we, we our receiving core really, I think, as a whole, has even picked up, uh, you know, some speed. Across, you know, JP is a guy that, you know, is running extremely well right now. So, um, you know, I, I don't know who the fastest guys are because there's quite a few all kind of in that same mold. I think 45 of the 48 guys who uh, wore GPS trackers last year to this year all have uh, reached new top speeds, you know, just in this uh, this summer alone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coach, with the running back, you got a lot of them. How do you sort that out? Is that something that you really need to see some contact practices in order to sort it out? Um, yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, we were very comfortable with what CD uh, brings from because of his snaps that he took last year. Um, I think he's another be- he's a better version of himself right now. Um, it was great seeing Dylan, you know, Johnson, because uh, I think, you know, that's who everyone's wondering about is the guys that are now coming in that are new. Um, you know, and you just keep going down the line. Rich, uh, it was great to see him as healthy as I think I remember seeing him since uh, we got here as a staff. Um, you know, and I like where his mind's at and his head. He just uh, pr- probably, um, you know, enjoying football more than, than I, I've seen, you know, in the last year and a half. Uh, Will Nixon, you know, his body looks way different. His body, um, you know, by the time we hit spring ball, you know, and the weight he had put on um, is different than what he was a year ago. So I can go on down the line. Um, you know, we'll find ways to get them all, in, all as many as we can involved. Um, I know um, it's hard to get more than two on the field. I'm, I'm not saying that's when we have to be, what we have to get to. Um, you know, if, if three or four are ready, uh, especially early in the season, um, you want to use their skill sets. And um, that's a little bit of what happened last year. Uh, I just think we're advanced. We're another level past where we were because uh, there's a lot more banked reps that these guys all have in this offense. But we'll get, uh, you know, Dylan Johnson and Daniel Nagata and Tybo, all those new faces. Um, so a lot of reps, a lot of opportunities. Um, but we'll make sure that the, the guys that, uh, you know, like a CD, um, who looked really good, I thought, out there today, um, you know, continue to develop and grow in our offense and help take us to the next level. How much of a gap is there between Matame LA and Parker Brailsford? Oh, I think, I mean, I don't know how much of it to explain the gap, but um, we think the world of Parker, you know, as a football player, we really do. Um, we, we would feel very comfortable if he had to go out there and play. Um, just uh, his spring was, uh, and I'm going mostly off of the spring. Um, he's just a phenomenal football player. Uh, probably the difference is just the difference in size between Mateo and Parker. Um, but again, talking a lot about Parker, Mateo, um, there's no reason from what we've seen uh, this spring and, and going through here, uh, the summer workouts, to, to feel like there's not a spot for him on the, on, in the lineup as well. So um, it's probably a little more competitive uh, than probably what we've shown because we've played simil- a consistent lineup but, you know, the question was asked earlier, how do guys move up? And, you know, but uh, Parker Brailsford and, you know, Garen Hatchett, Julius Bulow, and, you know, those guys are all really competing for one or two other spots there uh, at the offensive line. And, and it's gonna, that's one of those spots, that, uh, one of those positions that's super competitive right now. You mentioned feeling better about your defensive tackle depth. Um, how much of that is Alumo Ali's progression over this last year? And- how well positioned is he to, to kind of be a major factor for you guys this year? Yeah, I remember the conversations a year ago with him uh, just as a staff in regards to him. You know, it's like, man, if he could do it, if he could, if, you know, if, if, if. And, you know, you could see as the fall camp was going along and, um, you know, just that, hey, it's just going to take time. 
but he's a, he can be a guy that just wreaks havoc in the up, up front. And so uh, now that he's been through a full cycle where, you know, he's adjusting his body, he's learning uh, this, the, not just the, the skills it takes, but also the defense too. And the freedom he has within the schemes and um, playing free, playing loose. Um, you know, I'm excited uh, about the impact he can make, um, which I think will be much greater than anything he did a year ago. You said that the offense is at 200 or 300 level already install-wise. What does that mean later on? Can this offense look even more advanced? And what, what would you like to see progression-wise? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the defense is too. I mean, where we were at a year ago and just more guys uh, and more depth, more guys you're confident in putting out on the football field. Um, and there's certainly a, another level of what we're, where we're at now with what those installs look like and, and how they're executed. But to answer your question about, you know, what the offense could be, I think it's just more of a, just being even more well-rounded early on than we were uh, a year ago, um, where the really the pass game um, was was hitting on all cylinders and the run game um, was a little slower to develop. And so, um, you know, we got to be balanced because teams are going to try to take Mike and the receiving core away. And, um, you know, from what I've seen uh, so far, you know, with the spring and especially even today, I know we don't have pads on. Uh, I'm excited about the personnel uh, at, at running back and what they're going to give us and how much further they're along and uh, the, the focus they have to, to, to rise the occasion. Um, for us to be better early in the season um, and make an impact. So I think that's one of the areas offensively we can really, you know, those short yardage plays, those goal line plays maybe that we came up short in the early part of the season, you know, putting points on the board. It might not be lead to more yards all the time, but just putting more points on the board um, when you got in those situations where we felt maybe we fell short a year ago. What are you thinking about Yeah, I, I really, um, when it comes to Jabbar, you know, and just uh, I think a lot of my thoughts right now are probably when I talk to other players around uh, the team and, you know, you just have conversations and, um, you know, ask I ask about certain guys and, you know, you ask about Jabbar and it's just been super positive. And I know meeting with him uh, post spring, uh, he was just so like came in my office and, and we had some multiple conversations and it just, you know, um, seeing him and his personality now come out as he becomes more comfortable being uh, a dog, you know, um, it's really cool to see him stepping out there today. You know, it's like, oh, you know, he's not a new player anymore in our program. He understands our philosophies. He understands our culture. Um, and then he's a, you know, really good football player out there as well. So, um, you know, he's a guy that makes you, you know, really feel, um, you know, that there's a, there's a, a, a great promise uh, to what we can do uh, as a defensive backfield for sure. Well, Coach, I know it's day one, but going into camp, is there a chance that we could see any players switch positions? Um, I don't. I, th I think we're. I mean, I don't want to say never ever, but um, I can't think right offhand of of many guys. I mean, you know, within the family of positions, there might be a safety that plays Husky here and there. You know, I think of like a Tristan Dunn. He's been playing a lot of snaps both spring and uh, and even you know right now at the Husky position, but. Um, he's a guy, you know, I think that's really those safeties are all kind of uh, guys. Dom moved to safety, but I don't know if it's that big of a position move. Yes, it is. But, you know, he's got he's kind of in that same family of positions. So moving side of the ball, I don't see any of that happening, you know, right now. From, coach, from, from a year ago, from a year ago, coach, to today, Penix has had a lot of big moments for this program. What's the biggest difference in your mind? 
the player he is a year ago, mm -hmm. the player we saw there today. Well, I think it's different just when you line up the first play of each set when you say the ones are up and it's always him. You know, I think that just comp I mean, just constantly adds to the uh, consistency or continuity, I should say. Um, you know, last year it was like, who's up with the ones? And it was a rotation between three quarterbacks, you know, for almost two weeks or right at that. And so um, I think that part is just different. And so his presence just over and over with that same unit, um, that familiarity that uh, every snap they took. And now a lot of it just comes because they built such a trust in, in him last year during the season. But he's, um, He's not, when I say more vocal, he's not like more, he's not loud, but you know, he, he you know, gives a talk, uh, you know, we, we, you know, kind of set it up, but he was definitely ready and willing to, to give a talk. Uh, we do kind of a fourth quarter talk by a player and everyone kind of puts their dubs up as, and, uh, you know, he gave a great talk and uh, I think he goes through pretty much every meeting um, that I've seen, uh, you know, for sure when it's a quarterback meeting, but offensive meeting, team meeting, um, and there's something he needs to say he doesn't hold back. You know, and it's real subtle sometimes. It's not this thing where it's look at me. He doesn't lead that way. Um, but, man, this is important to him. He came back for a reason, and uh, he's not going to let anything slip through the cracks. So if there's something that needs to be said, he's going to say it. Okay, look, from, from a personal level, what's the difference in year two? You, you came in here last year. No one really knew your system. You hadn't won a game here yet. And what's the comfort level in, between you and the players? Yeah, I think it's really good. I think – you know, there's an, there's an, uh, I think there's just an appreciation in all ways, right? Between how, what the coaches do and what the work is that they put in um, with the players uh, and, and the guys just trust and believe in that um, they got a staff that really cares about them. I think, you know, you're just, your relationships are so much deeper. And, um, you know, I think the key for us is uh, just always uh, trying to make things a little bit uncomfortable. You know, never falling into a level of complacency, and I, I don't see that. I don't expect that. Um, but you know, uh, we're gonna, we know we're going to be in some uncomfortable situations. We were in a lot of them last year. You know, um, some of them might even have been in practice. But um, we got to be comfortable. Continue to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, and so pushing the guys, and and but also them knowing that we trust them. Um, I think that's just kind of where we've really grown uh, the last part of, of the season a year ago to, uh, you know, where we're at even right now. You talked a lot about growing progressions over this course of this interview, and I'm just kind of thinking, you know, what's kind of the level of motivation and kind of you know, encouragement of one another going into your second year? I have to imagine, at least in that locker room, there's probably a lot more maybe urgency and a lot more kind of motivation coming out mm -hmm. of 11 and 2 season versus mm -hmm. 4 and 8. Yeah, there is. Uh, there's a lot of momentum that last season uh, gave us, right? But we also didn't win. We didn't even make it to a conference championship. So, um, you know, it's pretty easy. We spoke of it last night. You know, we have a goal and um, down in our team room, and that's to, to win championships. We also talk about how we do it with class and integrity. Um, but, you know, those goals haven't been reached. And so um, that's where I think it's pretty easy um, for our guys to, to not fall into the trap of, you know, this continuity of, of 25 practices before we play our first game um, and just kind of thinking, oh, okay, we just got to get to week one and let's go, let ball out. That's not where our guys' thoughts are at, what their thinking is. Um, they have lofty goals. And, uh, you know, we got to this situation, this spot right now where we have a confidence to us, a swagger to us. 
Uh, we got to this spot because we took advantage of every moment, every day, every practice meeting. And so, you know, we got to this spot because of that. We need to make sure we understand that's what it's going to take moving forward is uh, to, to always be 1-0 and in the moment and make the most of every opportunity and day that we have together. What is your long-term goal? Is it to win the conference? Is it to win the national title? I mean, this year, what, do you, what is your goal? Yeah, you, I mean, you can't win a national title until you win a conference championship. I mean, or you're in, you know, there and had an amazing season. So you don't want to leave that to chance. Um, I mean, it's going to take a conference championship, in my mind, to, to make the next goal. And, um, you know, I'd be lying if that uh, hasn't always been since day one uh, as a head coach uh, 15, 20 years ago that uh, going to national championships isn't, always in the back of my mind, but it always goes back to not getting ahead of yourself and talking about that and thinking about that too much. When you ask me the question, I'm going to answer that way, but our guys right now are going back to the process, the process, the process, focusing on now, you know, being intentional on building relationships, um, corrections, being critical of ourselves. We just talked about that on the field, you know, all those things that are important to where we got now today um, and how we got here. That's what it's going to take to win a championship, to be at that level um, that, you know, we have goals and aspirations of being at. Good. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, everybody. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.